Welcome to another episode of Before It All Starts Again. Again, I am your host Jason. I have a fun show for you today. I'm going to go over stuff that happened this week, which it's been quite a bit. And then um, I'm going to talk about adventures in babysitting for this week's topic. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, before I start anything, I want to give a quick shout out to my friends Chris and Chris with the Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Um, they host a podcast called Friends with Benefits. Um, they air every Tuesday night live on Twitch at about 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And they also um, post it on Wednesdays throughout the day. So you can listen to them when wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts like mine. <laughs> um, but give them, a, give them a check out. Uh, they're, they're great. It's a lot of fun. I um, also want to give a quick shout out who, to my friend Syrinx, who just recently celebrated a birthday party. Um, he said he got the the 3B birthday party. So, you know, I'm, I don't know what that all is. I'm going to let you guys try to figure it out. Um, what do you think it is? Shoot me a message. If you know, let me know. Uh, it's on, I'm on Twitter at B, the number four, it all one. Or you can email me directly at be the number four it all at yahoo.com. But yeah, okay, so let's get into this week. Um, at work, I had a really slow period, which was great uh, because, you know, I was getting paid to sit around, wiggle my mouse, and review old training stuff, which is cool. Um, I have not, you know, gotten. I don't know. I haven't gotten any overtime yet, which is fine. Um, I don't think it's going to happen this month. I think, if anything, it may come in May. Who knows? Um, there may be some projects that need last-minute things. But we did get into a new project. Um, basically, what we are doing is we are taking charts that people have that we've already coded. Um, maybe not like me specifically, but that our coders have already coded. And where we couldn't find the doctor's name... Um, in our pre-made list, we are looking them up in like the national registry and getting their uh, like registration number or something like a license number kind of thing. Um, so we can make sure they get paid appropriately. It's interesting. It's like kind of like a new part of the job, which is which is really exciting to me. Um, it's been it's been fun. It's been you know kind of interesting because. Like, say someone's name is, um, like, on their chart, it's Jake W. Brown. Well, you know, their license might say Jacob or something. And and I'm just making up a name, so, you know, don't, I'm not giving any pertinent information. But, you, but you'd have to look it up, and you kind of have to brainstorm and look for things. Um, what if there's, you know, what if you look up Jake Brown, and there's 50 of them? So now you have to narrow it down by state and, you know, um, if there's five in a state, you try to go by their specialty, you know, um, what city they may be in, stuff to try to narrow it down. So it's a lot of problem solving in it, which is kind of fun. It's like, it's like kind of solve a little mystery. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, we've been doing that and that's been keeping me busy. So that's fun. Uh, my son Marcus has been kind of really trying to push everyone lately um and yeah it's kind of gotten to a head where 
my wife and I are just not playing games as much anymore. Um, you know, we have to be strict, and that's just part of being a parent. Um, sometimes you have to be the bad guy because, you know, you can only, like, when they start relying on the fact that you give them uh, three tries before you get really upset, they will just ignore you the first two times you tell them to do something. So, um, we're doing that. My daughter is, you know, she's trying to stay focused on her schoolwork and stuff because what we've done is we've actually taken, like we make her turn in her phone at night and we've taken away her phone during the day until she gets everything done and checks it off. And, you know, it really sucks because we want her to stay focused and she understands that and it's, and that's all cool. Um, but like my son, when, you know, when he finishes his stuff, he can just go out and play with his friends. She doesn't really have any friends here. Like they're all in different areas, like with her, with her church teen group, um, with, you know, some other friends she had from, you know, some, from like friends she has that's really into anime and things like this and different events she's been at and she's made friends with. Um, her best friend lives half an hour away. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's hard for her to, to communicate with friends. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things that we're trying to get her to get her stuff done. Sometimes it's hard to stay focused and yeah. And then that happens. So, I mean, you know, we, we're trying, wish us luck, wish her luck because we've all got a bunch of stuff to get done. Um, Last week when I was when I when I was doing the show, um, I found out earlier that day that my my wife's father said my father-in-law um, he had gotten sick. It wasn't COVID related at all. Um, you know, he ended up having to go to the emergency room. He's fine now. He's out of the hospital. He actually was released. Tuesday, and I think it's only, and it's only because, because um, he, you know, his blood sugar spiked, but they got everything regulated. It was just they, they couldn't get a bed for him to put him in the normal, um, I guess, like the normal units. So they had to kind of downgrade him from, you know, when he went in and he was in ICU. Um, you know, they had to downgrade him in order to release him. And they didn't have any beds open. And they couldn't just say, well, he's good. They had to follow certain procedures and protocols, which which sucks because he sat there in ICU and didn't need to be there. But at the same time, you know, we have to, sometimes we have to trust the system. The system's in place for certain reasons. Um, you know, he's he's got Medicare, Medicaid, or whatever it is. He's taken care of, so it's not costing him anything. He's just... You know, he's got to get his stuff done. And it's it's understandable. We just have to, you know, just let it let it do what it needs to do so he can he can get out. And he got out. Um he's doing he's doing well. You know, he's um getting stronger, getting healthier. So he sent out a email today to people and we have like a kind of a home based Bible study, and that's that's our church. We call it a fellowship, um, and we do that. And he's been leading it since before I got there. I mean, he's been teaching for over fifty years. So 
you know, when he when he went to the hospital, um, it kind of fell on some of us in the fellowship to to take over, which is fine. Um, my wife and I, when we bought the house that we're currently in, we bought it for the for the purpose of you know one of the things we were looking for is a way to host those Bible studies here instead of at their house to help kind of ease the ease the load of you know making sure everything is clean and set up and stuff every week um, so they can relax a little bit with that and you know I had done some teachings my my wife has been in um, the Word for you know all her life so she's got some teachings. Um, done under her belt, which is which is really great, and yeah. So you know, we we were planning on, and you know, we we never minced words about it, and it's not like a, um, we weren't trying to usurp him or anything, but we knew that at some point in time, he would need to, he would need to step back and let other people help take the reins, and we were we were preparing ourselves for it. It just happened really fast we weren't as prepared but um we had people over you know um after this and we had a little meeting friday and talked about we had people over sunday for fellowship at our house and you know we kind of discussed how things are moving forward and we took people's concerns and stuff and kind of we went forward with that so so when i was alluding to like oh a lot of things are going to be changing it's because things kind of move forward um, a chapter or two without us necessarily realizing that one chapter was ending. Um, but everything is everything is cool. Everything is great. We are looking forward to hosting things and taking some of the responsibility away, um, you know, so he can relax and he can and he can gain some other perspective because that's that's kind of the, the cool thing about um, you know, having other people teach, you know, on stuff that they, they do the research. So it gets them stronger in, in their beliefs and, um, you know, and, and they might have a perspective that you haven't seen or haven't heard, or at least at the very least haven't thought about in a long time, um, you know, and it may help strengthen your walk with whatever you believe in. Um, so, so it's all cool. It's, it's, it's cool. It's just, a lot of stuff that happened all at one time and we are growing from it we're dealing with it and it's it's great um, let's see what else is going on um, there hasn't been a whole lot else happening because um, everything has been kind of involving my father-in-law and and making sure he's okay so so that's been good um, my wife made some awesome chocolate chip cookies from scratch uh, last night. Um, I had one today. Actually, I had two today. <laughs> so they were really good. They were really, really tasty. And I've, I don't know when I've actually had from scratch chocolate chip cookies. Um, every time I, I, I can think about it, they've been, you know, the frozen or refrigerated prepackaged mix that you can um you know you just break off a piece or you scoop it onto a thing and you make a chocolate chip cookie but i'm sure i've had some professionally made ones that were from scratch um but do they really count 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I've ever had homemade from scratch chocolate chip cookies until now. Um, and that's not to say that some other people that have made them have done it. I just, I just don't know. So it was, it was cool. <laughs> it was, it was an experience. I'm sure they were better last night than they were today because fresh cookies are always better. But yeah, um, that's really all I've got. I've gotten good feedback from, um, some people that have heard my, that have heard my losing Super Bowl bet song. Um, I, I ended up, it, it went on the Friends with Benefits podcast. I played it last week. And I also had to play it on my other podcast, Superhero Deep Dive, um, which normally gets released on Tuesdays. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's okay. But these things happen. Um, there's no more bets for a while that I can think of. <laughs> I might get sideswiped, though who knows. Um, but yeah, um, let's talk about this week's topic. It's called Adventures in Babysitting. Um, when I was really young, uh, you know, and this was back in the you know early nineties. I I, grew, I was born in nineteen eighty, so you know, um, so it is what it is. Back in the early nineties, um, I I lived in and grew up in a small neighborhood. Uh, there, it was really cool because we had a lot of woods in our neighborhood. Um, like the lots were either one or half an acre or a full acre. I can't remember which because it seems like every time I ask my dad, um, the answer changes. So, but you know, um, so that's, that's what it was. But directly across the street from my house, um, was an empty lot. And we had neighbors that would mow it and stuff. So what we would do is we'd play, um, you know, touch football or tackle football, um, baseball, stuff like that. We'd, we'd play in the lot all the time. And right to my, um, to the right, the lot beside me was all woods. Um, that's been recently, you know, and when I say recently, I mean like 10 years cut down and a house is built there and some great people live there. But, um, there's also been woods like down the street from me, um, that encompass maybe two or three lots, you know, I mean, so there's, there's always been a lot of woods and then like another street over, uh, you know, there, there was a whole street that was like woods. I mean, it, it was crazy. We, we, I've always had woods around me. So, you know, going and playing in the woods has been uh, a thing of mine. Um, but, you know, with that, it was it was definitely more relaxed growing up than things are now. Like, um, the neighborhood I, I live in now, it's still really quiet and it's great. And my son can go out and play, but, you know, we need him to check in. And, and you know, all the parents have each other's phone numbers and stuff to kind of keep tabs. Uh, it's just it's just a different time. But um, when I was young and, you know, I'd say probably from maybe 10 on, and you have to remember there were just different times then, um, I babysat. I, I, I was at home, you know, during the summers or, you know, stuff like that with, with my brother. Uh, my brother is six years younger than me, so let me give a special shout out to my brother Greg. Um, 
he, he usually tells me he listens to the show. So if he's listening on this one, hello, Greg. I love you. <laughs> um, and for a while, we had my cousin Joshua live with us. And we had, it was, it was a really weird situation. I, I don't know if we fully adopted him or not, but we, we, we called him a brother. I mean, he lived with us for a couple years and, you know, his dad got, um, kind of things in his life under control and took him back. But, um, yeah, he, he lived with us for a few years and we, we considered him a brother. Um, so, you know, I was, I was in charge of two kids. We were playing all the time. Um, and just stuff like that. So it was, it was a really, it was a really cool time. Um, and these are just some adventures that I have had while babysitting because I'm a dork. And when I say I was babysitting, it's not like I was getting paid. I was, it was either that or go to a babysitter and I didn't want to go to a babysitter. So, so yeah. Um, so when I was babysitting my brothers, um, I used to make microwave dinners and mac and cheese, ramen, fettuccine, um, stuff like that for lunches. Because it felt fancier than sandwiches. And I don't eat sliced bread. Um, I don't know why I don't eat sliced bread. If, if you make me a fresh loaf of bread, I will cut it and I will eat it. And I will destroy a fresh made loaf of bread. But if you give me like a thing of wonder weed or whatever it is, I won't touch it. Unless I'm making like grilled cheeses um, or something like that where I actually have to cook it. Um, so I won't eat sliced bread. So we always got frozen dinners or mac and cheese and stuff like that. So my, my friends in the neighborhood would always joke on me because they're like, oh, what's Chef Jason making for lunch today? And I was like, well, I'm making fettuccine Alfredo, which is... Sounds really fancy, but all it is is boiling the noodles and then you pour the jar of sauce in it. You know, so it's it's really, it wasn't hard to make. And the microwave dinner, like, oh, we're having Salisbury steak today um, with gravy. It wasn't hard to make. I just pop it in the microwave. I cut a slit in the top and follow the directions. It's just, I didn't like eating sandwiches. And I refused. Like my parents tried. I refused. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> but it always made me feel, I guess, fancier than I, I was, like higher class, I guess. I don't know. It was, uh, it was just weird because my friends would go in and make themselves a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and be out in a matter of like five minutes. And at that time, I'm still cooking noodles. So, who knows? Um, now, now this, is, this is a bit personal and... I'm not putting anyone out. Um, with any of these, I'm not calling anyone out. Um, just so you know. But, you know, um, you know when, when you're young and you're a teenager, you know, and your hormones are racing and stuff, you don't make the smartest decisions. Um, I, I've always joked with my dad because I would find his, like, old Playboys, and I would trade them to the neighborhood kids for comic books. Um... And at one point, you know, I was joking and he's like, well, 
you know, I'm sure he was upset at the time, but he was like, well, just don't, just don't mess with this one if you ever see it, because it's probably worth some money, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was someone famous at the time that, you know, they had a pictorial in it, and I was like, oh no, that's already gone. That was, that was worth two Spider-Mans or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can you do at that point? You just have to kind of, you just kind of have to facepalm it, you know, and shake your head brush it off but i used to do that i used to trade my dad's playboys for comic books um that's how my collection grew um one time my my cousin who was living with us so uh, um he was he was grounded so he was stuck in his room and we called him trying to sneak out because he thought it'd be a good idea to climb out the window um now the windows were probably eight feet up in the air um, you know, it wasn't like a two-story house, but you had the ground, you had a kind of like a crawl space or whatever, and then you had your, when you know, your rooms and stuff. So, um, it was, it was kind of high up. So we just noticed him with his legs dangling out the, out the side of the house. <laughs> he didn't know what to do, you know, so we just kind of, we just kind of laughed at him with it. Um, but you know, that was, that was definitely done under my watch. Um, let's see, got, I got a few more because these are really good. Um, uh, this one's good. You'll like this. My brothers and I, we all took martial arts, um, at an early age. Um, I have stayed off and on in martial arts throughout my life. I, I, I usually practice here and there. Um, I'm definitely not as into it as I used to be, but we used to be really into martial arts. Um, when we first learned how to break boards, and I'm not talking about the little plastic ones that, you know, they can break with you and then you put them back together. I'm talking about like real boards. Um, we got really pumped about it. So, like, um, it was during the summer. So the next day, we went and found every board that we could. Um, and a lot of them were plywood boards. And we would cut them to um, size, you know, get some bricks and put, put them on bricks. And we would break every spare board we could find. You know, um, even if it took us a few times, like the plywood, because plywood doesn't necessarily break <laughs> as well. But we would, we would do everything we could um, to practice. And then what we ended up doing was we left them in a pile on our front porch near the door. So... When my dad would come home from work, he could see what we did. He could see that his kids were were awesome and breaking boards like Ninja Masters. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it just reminded me of like, you know how, how if a cat, you know, kills a bird or, or an animal, they'll leave it by the door as a present. Um, that's kind of what it was the equivalent of. It was the martial artist version of a cat, I guess, <laughs> leaving a dead mouse at the door so that was fun um that was we were idiots um because you know it, it it was what it was um my cousin who was living us at the time um he actually fell down a well hole like um you know and, and it wasn't deep it, i mean it was like seven feet deep you know um apparently the ground just gave way and we we never i never knew about it um, I don't even know if my parents fully knew about it. 
because we had been cutting grass over it for years. And, you know, I mean, it's not like it was something we had a fence up or anything that, you know, protruded. No one even knew until it just gave way. Um, so he was down at the bottom of this hole, which, you know, like I said, was seven feet. So it was enough to where he fell. It didn't really hurt him. Um, but if we tried to reach and get him out, it was just enough out of our reach. So, um, luckily this happened in the later afternoon. Um, we, but basically we had to, we had to keep him in the hole until, until my dad came home, um, to help us get him out, you know, and he checked him over and make, we, you know, he was fine. But yeah, um, my cousin fell down a hole and, you know, after, after that, we, we got a bunch of, um, like the really big rocks and stuff and, and put in there and we filled it up with dirt and everything. And, you know, we let it settle and, you know, for about a week, we would just keep adding dirt and patting it down, adding dirt, patting it down, stuff like that to make sure everything settled. And, you know, you can't tell now, um, but it was, it was really funny cause he's running one day and all of a sudden he just disappears. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so that happened. Um, okay, let's see here. These are, uh, let me see here. Oh, I got one more of old school one, and then I have some new stuff with, like, my kids. Um, so, you know, my brother's six years younger than me. Um, there were only a couple kids in our neighborhood that were, that were that same age group. Um, most of them were, you know, maybe a year younger than me or a couple years older than me that we played with. Um, so he had his own group of friends. And, you know, if they ever got in an argument, we would just let them fight it out because that's what boys did back then. Um, so, you know, it was kind of like, it was really weird because I'd be like, well, why don't you just go in our backyard and fight it out? And, yeah, I, I think it maybe happened once or twice. I don't think it happened a lot, but, but yeah, it was kind of like having like a mini fight club, like a babysitting fight club, um, for these kids, <laughs> you know, you could, you could take bets. They, we didn't really bet on who would win, but it, it just, in my head, it plays out like that. Um, but yeah, but those are some of the adventures in babysitting I had when I was young. Now keep in mind, I was young at this time. I was really young. Now let's go into adulthood where I've got kids. I only have a few examples because I don't want to get in too much trouble. And for the most part, I'm behaved. But um, once babysat, you know, it was, it was my kids and the neighbor's kids um, at the time. And I did not know that one of the kids was had been backed up for a couple days um but i do remember this kid he was standing there and he was like he was just standing and kind of crying and i'm like what's wrong and he he looks and he's just screaming he goes i'm pooping i'm pooping and that and he just kept yelling it and I, I don't know what to do at this point because, you know, he, if he's if he's yelling that he's doing it, I don't want to move him, you know, because then he might stop. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you don't want him just standing there yelling it. So, 
this kid is yelling and you want to show sympathy or empathy at least, you know, you want to be like, oh, well, you know, good. But because it looks like he, I mean, he's yelling it. He's yelling and not like in triumph, but kind of like, you know, like maybe in pain or something. But you can't help but laugh. And you don't want to laugh at this kid's pain. But the fact that he's sitting there yelling and screaming that he's pooping, you can't help but laugh. So, so it's a real conundrum. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, I, you know, we waited till it was done, and then I cleaned him up, and it was fine. It turns out that he had been constipated, so it just happened. Um, but, but yeah, it just started to come out, and it was, it was crazy. Um, so, you know, that that happened. Um, one time, I sat down to go to the bathroom, um, to where, you know, I thought I thought the kids were playing and. Apparently, I had forgotten to lock the front door. Now, I lived at the time in a downtown area where there was pretty consistent traffic. Um, and somehow, my son opened the door because that's what monkeys do. He opened the door and he went outside. Um, luckily, someone saw him, you know, um, stopped their car. Got him, knocked on our door. I I had just like I had just gotten up. Like I had just gotten off the toilet. And he's like, Did you know that your kid's out here? And I was like, dude, I I was I, I was doing a number two. I didn't know what happened. You know, I was like, I don't know what happened. And and as soon as I said I was doing number two, the guy was like, Okay, cool. I'm like, you know, we we've been there. <laughs> so so thankfully my son didn't get hit. He didn't get abducted. He didn't get hurt in any way. Um, it was a real blessing because there's so many things that could have gone wrong with not locking the front door so I could go to the bathroom. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's that's one of my adventures in babysitting. And I have one more. Um, when the kids were younger, I would let them try random foods. Um, and it was anything big. It was, you know, stuff like hot wings or, or candy, or if, if I had, um, something random, um, like, like, you know, sushi or something, you know, like something that, you know, nor kids wouldn't normally flock to eat. Um, it, I mean, it could even be stuff like, you know, like, like mushrooms or, I mean, you know, stuff that, you know, it's not, it's not typically on your kid's diet. Um. Uh, Except for the candy, but, you know, they, sometimes they were like warheads or whatever. But I would let them try them. Um, but I would do it be, with when my wife wasn't there because I knew that if I tried while my wife was there, she'd probably get upset with me. Or just not let me do it. And, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know if any of my listeners are married, um, but, you know, when... And it's not even like a dominant kind of thing or an alpha or beta kind of thing. You just, you, you learn early on in marriage to pick your battles. And my wife is very strong-willed. And I'm not. I just, I just, I'm, I try to be a little bit more relaxed on things. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'd rather, I'd rather not be told no and just, <laughs> just do it. When they're not there, so they can't argue. Um, but 
But those are some of my adventures. What are some of your adventures? Um, did something crazy happen to you while you were babysitting? Or did something crazy happen while you were being babysat? Um, I know one time uh, I was talking to my boss about some of this stuff. And because my boss is awesome. And he was he actually told me one time that he took his dad's deer urine for hunting and like poured it or spilled it or something on his babysitter so his babysitter smelled like deer piss and and that didn't that doesn't wash out very well apparently so you know what are some of your stories um catch me on twitter at be the number four it all one or you can email me directly at be the number four it all at yahoo.com um, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'd love to tell your story, uh, you know, and we can go from there. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna cut out tonight with a just a quick unpopular opinion. Um, this is one that I have. If you don't have it, that's fine. Um, it's just one of my things is that technology has gotten to the point where it scares me. Um, I used to be really big into tech stuff, but um, like... Ever since everything started going cloud-based, it really scares me. It, it, I don't know how to troubleshoot a lot of it. I don't know what to do. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with carrying around a million thumb drives if I have to um, and external hard drives. I don't really do a whole lot of the cloud-based stuff, but, you know, that's, that's just me. What are some of your stuff? Let me know. Um, I'm going to try to put in, like, little unpopular opinions that hopefully won't be offensive to anyone. Um, and just remember, we can always disagree on stuff and, and that, that can be as far as it is. It doesn't have to, you know, we don't have to sit there and think less of each other. Like, I hope you don't think less of me because I'd prefer a thumb drive instead of, um, you know, Apple iCloud or whatever. But yeah, that's what I've got. Um, I hope everyone has a great week coming up. I hope everyone enjoys their time. I actually have a four-day weekend coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah, I'll catch you all next week before it all starts again. Again. Bye-bye.